The OC Bombers podcast is available worldwide and is heard on six continents and over 30 countries. Please subscribe and listen on your preferred podcast app and leave us a good review. What do we name these dinosaurs again? Not Neil and Scott. <laughs> no, the actual, like, the... the, the I think that's what our <laughs> listeners call us, those two old dinosaurs. I set you up for that. Hit it, Tori. Welcome to the OC Bombers podcast. And now, here's Neil. Hi, Scotty. How are you? Excellent and exceptional. How are you doing today, buddy? Great. Fantastic. Number 113. 113. And ha- happy Columbus Day. And uh, Indigenous Peoples Day. Yes, well, sure. However you celebrate sure. today, all we care about is we have a day off. Exactly. Awesome. Hey, Neil, do you know what today is besides that? What is that? Today is National Sausage Pizza Day. Who doesn't love a good sausage pizza, huh? Uh, vegetarians? <laughs> oh. Well, yeah, I guess there are people too. A billion people in India? I don't know. <laughs> now, you, you like the sausage on the pizza, right? I do. But, but just Yes, I do. But I didn't grow up with the sausage on the pizza. It was, very, I mean, just like uh, kind of like context. Not that we were kosher, but not meat and cheese. Oh, right. Sure. No, okay. no shall not pass. But I, you know, as I got older, yeah, so I started the pepperoni, and never, and then as I got real old, I had the sausage. Regular sausage or Italian sausage? Yeah, whatever they put on there, I don't care. Either. And don't you like it? I, when, I when like people so, say, I like sausage now. I love the sausage. Don't you like it when people say Italian? Italian, Italian sausage. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. As, and, as, I'm still coming off. I'm still coming off two months of The Sopranos. So you, <laughs> you, 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 you would get hit in the face for that. Okay, that hasn't worn off yet. And by the way, you know, I grew up living in the country, right? Yeah, Russ, we do know that. So going to Pizza Hut was a big deal. Oh, my God. Which I know you don't like Pizza right. Hut, but there were no mom and pop pizza shops around where I live. Okay. So going to Pizza Hut to get a sausage pan pizza was amazing. And I think I've oh told God. you before, Dude. my sisters and I, we would take the crusts and rub it in the pan to sop up all that of the grease, grease. Oh and eat it. And Pizza Hut always has a soft spot for me. Nostalgic, but I, I know it's not great pizza today. But I will say one thing about it. I mean, I, yeah, I, I, went, I went to a, a nice Italian restaurant this weekend with my mom. We'll talk about that in a few minutes. But um, the Pizza Hut commercial for the Detroit-style pizza? Yes. Sauce on top, I yeah, believe. It, it looks good. I would like to have Detroit style pizza, but not Pizza Hut's Detroit style pizza. So, Andre, if you're listening, let me know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Dr. Dre, let us know if that's any good. How long has that been a thing? Because we've always I heard d- about Chicago pizza, yeah. you know, the big, yeah. thick one. But you've seen that commercial, right? Yes, absolutely. And every time I was like, Lisa, that looks good. I've, <laughs> I've seen this Detroit style pizzas in the frozen section really? at a few grocery stores and never purchased it. But, Neil, thin or thick crust? Yes. <laughs> okay, good. Um, I like them both. I really do. I do too. I, I know. A Sicilian, uh, uh, like a nice, oh my goodness. Oh, so good. So when you eat a pizza. Yes, sir. Do you eat crust first, point first? You fold it? What do you do? Uh, really? I know we're going on this pizza thing. It's sausage pizza. Yeah, you're, you're definitely folding point first. Folding. Yeah, I, I never really folded growing up, but I can, if it's a thin pizza, but, absolutely. See, but here's the thing. Like growing up, you would go... Yeah, pizza. pizza I mean, I, I, I'm every every day. I'm on my way on my way to like Hebrew school every day. I would get a slice of I would like a dollar. I'd steal a dollar from my parents somehow, nickels and dimes and pennies, and get a slice of pizza. <laughs> and if I got another quarter, I'd get an Italian ice. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's great. See, that that can I have? Can I, can I go like I, every time I, I I would get change every time I went to like buy milk or something like that. And I would this is what that's my, that was my my secret eating money. <laughs> 
Well, <laughs> my big adventure is when I would come home from school is uh-huh. to maybe venture into the cow field and, you know, look at um, cow manure. <laughs> <clears throat> Did you know in ancient Greece, yes. the Greeks covered bread with oils, herbs, and cheese, which some attribute to the beginning of pizza. Really? The Greeks. That makes sense. Yeah. Why are they getting in on this, the Greeks? Here's, um, let me tell you a little, one of my little rules of thumb about, about pizza and, and Greeks in, in New York City. <laughs> Oh, here we go. Very <laughs> Sopranos like. Yes. Go ahead. If I see a pizza place that has gyros, I'm walking away. Like that. Ooh, I, I uh-huh. just that, that that then I know that like it's a Greek style pizza, not, and I rather and I, that's I, not what you want. I, exactly. So I'm, that's just me. <laughs> and by the way, there's an estimated two billion pounds of pizza cheese produced in the U.S. every year. In the U.S. Two billion. Wow. Who knew? That's a lot of cheese. And I know you don't like the cheese. I like the mozzarella okay. cheese. The mozzarella. <laughs> the mozzarella. Hey, uh, it's a matter for you. I like it, the mozzarella. But the sausage, nice also. The sausage, very good. Chorizo sausage on a pizza? I, sure, you know, I I'm would a, do that. I would do, I mean, I don't really know any distinction between like one sausage or another. It's like hot, mild, or spicy. We did a lot of pizza talk today. <laughs> exactly. All right. Who knew? Let's move on to uh, today's topic. So Neil, Neil, usually at this point in the show, you right. give us an, oh, one of your albums from your top 112 albums of the 2010s. That, thankfully, is over. Um, actually, Big Sister Jody, one of her comments yeah. was she's very happy that you are done your music list. Oh, okay. Oh. Oh. You get you told me I can ha- you told me I can have more than three minutes to talk about music today. I thought I thought I'd expand the episode. Wait, before we do that, let's let's. Oh, I, I think I'm going to need a little bit of this. Okay, yeah, uh, yeah, we'll get. It. All right, that's and, true. And what is this? This, this is, is Sorano. Sorano. and we just talk about pizza also with the Italians. Dia Sorano Amaretto. Amaretto. This, is a, this was a gift last week from Sachita. Brought us with a a, a, a commemorative Derasado Amaretta. Is that what it's called? Yes, and, and um, it's a very fancy bottle. Fancy bottle, and it comes with two f- Italian flutes two flutes that right. we have uh, filled with so, amaretto and as, we're going to try it right as, now. as a general rule if people give us liquor we'll try it on the air is that fair that's a fair absolutely <laughs> any kind of liquor we'll try except if it's gin i know i'm right. not going to like it and we tried the mead here remember we did yes the mead we had the uh, we have uncle joe's what, uncle joe's what, what, why aren't you gonna, i missed that what why aren't you going to um gin really yeah gin uh it physically makes me ill there's just something about did that did not know that don't care for it. All right. But uh, Amaretto, usually we have this at an OC Bombers party. With the Dr. The Dr. Pepper shooters. The Dr. Pepper shooters. The Amaretto is what makes it taste like Dr. Pepper soda. Yeah, it's, so oh, it's delicious. Okay, All right. let's, now, let's, now, let's, we, now we can do the Dr. Pepper with a little bit of class. With a little class, let's, right. let's ding our flutes. Right. Oh, that sounded nice. It did sound nice. Salute. Salute. That's oh. nice. Very smooth. Smooth and syrupy and a little bit, ooh. Very syrupy. You know Very what? sweet right there. Um, it feels nice going down. It's, yeah, it's good. I don't think I could do like three of those, but one's nice. I didn't realize how sweet it was. You know, that might not be bad for after dinner. Sachita, so thank you so much. Once again, we'll take liquor. <laughs> We're not ashamed. We're not proud. <laughs> Give us your liquor. We'll taste it. All right, now back to the list. Back to the music. All right, so as people might or might not know, I've been putting these lists together since the 80s, okay? Yes, a long time. I think um, when we met in the 90s, you said, hey, I've got these lists. And I was like, So I I cannot find, just to be clear, the 80s list, I know what number one was, and I know what maybe the top, number one was Tattoo You by Rolling Stones. Makes sense for you. In the top five was 
Paul Simon Graceland and Talking mm-hmm. Heads Speaking Tongues. And I don't remember anything else besides that. Great albums. Five. Great albums. I, but I can't I, believe Hall t- & Oates wasn't in there. I, I can tell you where it, the list is. I just don't know where the briefcase is that it's in. <laughs> <laughs> That sounds so <laughs> ominous. Very Sopranos-like. <laughs> anyway, okay. All right, so then in the 90s, we had, there was a, a list of 25 albums, and number one album on that uh, list, that's when we first started meeting, and we met, because yes. they put it together in, in like mm-hmm. in 2000. Dylan, Time Out of, Time Out of Mind, which is one, his greatest album of all time, I believe. And, and, then, and for 90s 98. music, I would never think of Bob Dylan. Why would you? And then in the aughts... <laughs> Is, is there a Gin Blossoms <laughs> album in the 90s at least? Oh, yes, of okay, course. Good, yes, good. yes, yes. That New Miserable Experience? Yeah, yeah. Great Unbelievable album. Unbelievable album. Okay, good. And the Ots. That, uh, by the way. The Ots. Can we, how do you spell that? I'm going to say A-U-G-H-T. The Ots. No wonder why. Although it may be O-U-G-H-T. No, it's not O-U-G-H-T because it didn't come up in the spell check properly. <laughs> so I know it's not that. So <laughs> The Ots. <laughs> Anyway, so of course there was a seventy-six albums in that in that um, time frame. You keep expanding your list. You you really yeah. need to stick to a number. Uh, so we can relive those if you want to. We can go back and do that because I oh, have yeah. that list. Yeah, let's do that. And uh, by the way, the number one album of the of the Ots yes. was Wilco, A Ghost Is Born. Wilco on, on not on your Mount Rushmore, no, but okay. okay. All right, then we go to the teens, which we just lived through. <laughs> Did we though? <laughs> I barely made it. <laughs> So we went from like 35 to 112. And this list is expanded. We'll talk about that why then a little bit later. But so technically, there's 35 more we could do. Technically, there is. But we're not. But we okay. did But we did have the premiere show, the, the, the kickoff show of the 112, where we did yes. talk about the top 10, broke down some statistics, this and that. Remember that? Right. That was a beautiful episode. Right. Do, um, do you remember what episode number that was? No, I don't. Scruffy? Oh. After all these, all these, um, all these um, albums that I, I, I picked... You, Scott, bless you. You Me. listen to every one of them, start to finish. Oh, absolutely. Right. I mean, if friends recommend something, uh-huh. I will absolutely listen to right. it. No guarantee that I will like it or whatever, but I'll listen to it. Right. I'm, I'm always open to that. And as re- and as a result, you could, uh, you know, the, some of the comments were funny, some were mean, and just, we could we, we want to talk about this funny Scott mean type of paradox and. and Sure. I and you've known me a long time. I think yeah. you you know that yes, I vacillate between <laughs> the two. I think my family would vouch for that as well. It's okay. either funny or mean. There's rarely any in between. <laughs> okay. You're just owning this right now. There's no like uh Yeah, why not? I, I'm people, at an age I age now. I, I know I, what I, I am. This might cut to the bone a little bit, but but okay. people who don't know you think you're funny. <laughs> They don't realize I'm mean? Not yet. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> like the audience probably knows you're mean. <laughs> well, that's why I keep a closed circle of friends, Neil. Right, very good. All right. But, you know, I fall into this. I think I fall into this mean versus funny thing a little bit, but sometimes people think I'm nicer. I don't know why. <laughs> a lot of people think you are so nice. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> and and according to the podcast, yes, you are. Okay. You're the nice. I'm the mean. All right. So, I, like I said, you you, you you commented on all these. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I gave you all my and, feedback. And I, and I cut and paste some of these things. But before we do, can you just talk about your process when you listen to an album? What do you, what, what, what do you, like, all right, I got this next number 76 is, you know, um, Ray LaMontagne Trouble album. What are you doing when you listen to it? What, what's happening? Um, uh, okay. So, so I'm working at home, okay. right? Teleworking. Mm. I put it on and I'm, you know, doing emails, working on spreadsheets, whatever I do. Uh, whenever I listen to. What do to- you do? <laughs> 
I try to do as little as possible, Neil. Um, so I put it on any new album. I always try to listen for something that jumps out and hits me right. like, oh, wow, that, that sounds really cool. As you know, uh, growing up when I did in the 80s, I'm a big top 40. That, that kind of informs my musical taste, right? We'll get to some of that a little bit. Yeah, so, so back then, you know, that was Boss Jock, you know, hey, coming up next, Jimmy Wills and the Bulls, you know, kind of stuff mm-hmm. going on. So it, it was a big mix of rock, pop, dance, R&B, you know, there's country crossover. So I like all kinds of music. If if you go back and listen to any of the monkeys, because they didn't write most of their stuff, there's rock, there's bubblegum, there's country influence, there's ballads. It's all over the place. Sure. So that's what I like, uh, things that are all over the place. But I want I want something to jump out at me that makes me, I don't know, yeah, like but move, they're, they're, dance, I, something. You know? All right, so, so you're kind of, um, you're, you're trying to think, so listen to that kind of will float your boat, so to speak. But yeah. I, so when you, I so on these comments, I kind of put them into like really kind of three categories. Like you were just like, you know, I hate the genre. I just said the word genre. Genre. Ding. And then you do some, some comparisons to other otters, like they're trying to be X or Y. Well, and then the other one is just pure hatred. Okay, so <laughs> let's just start with the hate the genre first, all right? Okay. So these are quotes. Yeah. Started out okay, and I gave him a point of whistling in a song, but then went to this downhill, quickly into depressly, dreamy singer-songwriter stuff. You just hate singer-songwriters. It really depends. No, um, it, hey, you just hate him. <laughs> that that singer songwriter. Name one singer songwriter you like. <laughs> I, well, I think that general vibe. They think um, it's very snobby and uh-huh. pretentious, and they think they're better than us. And usually, oh. it's oh. it's very depressing. Okay, music. and that's going to follow into the next to the next comment. And, and I don't <laughs> I don't listen to music to become depressed. You know, it's okay if there's a sad song in the album or whatever. I listen to it to uh, get joy from it yeah. and be happy and have fun, See, it's, uh, not to get depressed. All right. How many of these fans realize they are listening to country music, or are they too snobby, a wine and cheese crowd, and call it Americana instead? <laughs> exactly. You know, country music Ding! Country music is country music. You don't have to call it Americana. Maybe this consumed. album should be called Slow Acoustic Versions of Songs I, War- I Wrote. <laughs> Right, yeah. It's basically Americana elevated music. <laughs> Hatred comments of, it's, of genre. It, it's not my favorite. I will listen to it. Um, it, it all depends. Okay, now, now this is the other comment where we're comparing things. Kind of has a Britney Spears squeaky-like quality to hear a voice like. She's trying to sound sing like Bonnie Raitt, but can't quite pull it off. Yeah, what's okay. wrong with that? Why would you put, this was a Sheryl Crow reference, Sheryl Crow, Britney Spears, and Bonnie Raitt in the same sentence. No! Yeah, what? <laughs> That's and then the next one, Josie and the Pussycats vibe. Turn the guitar player loose. I'm you're you're referring to a cartoon character. <laughs> hey, listen, Josie and the Pussycats brought it every oh, episode. Oh, that's they're great. and they're still coming. Eighties flock of seagulls vibe to sort of nice. <laughs> Right. Yeah. So, so when I listen to things, there's there's a certain sound that people have. I think in the last one I sent you it was like, okay, now this guy sounds like he's playing Weezer. So yeah, I listened to that. Uh, one thing that drives me insane are the artists that think they're Bob Dylan or Bruce Springsteen well, or Tom. Oh, it's like be yourself. You mean Springsteen wannabe or yeah, right. Well, here's a song. Here's a pop song with a with a story. Very Jimmy Buffett. Now once again, you were preparing to Jimmy Buffett. Why not? He tells stories and songs, and and that's a frame of reference for me. 
Oh my god! Yeah, uh, I, I find these hilarious. By the way, I sit there and I just giggle and I just move on, but it's great. <laughs> Neil, let's uh, uh, refresh our drinks. You have a lot more on this uh, when we come well, not, back not after that the much break. More. <laughs> <laughs> Bye-bye. Over the past year, the Tormont and Neighbor Jeff Show has become a global phenomenon. What will these crazy guys get into this season? Hey, Tormont. Cousin Neil and I had to sneak in the back door on our way home from the convenience store to avoid Suchita. She always knows when the rent is due. Don't worry, I have a plan to get us out of paying this month's rent. Trust me, I know what I'm doing. Well, I guess you'll be surprised then. Surprised by what? I already let Suchita into our apartment. Tormund! Tormund! Neighbor Jeff! Cousin Neil! Uh-oh! The landlord! This is not gonna be good! What's been going on in here? I heard four sets of footsteps up here last night. And I know none of you have a girlfriend. Maybe climate change makes this house creak. Climate change? She make my hair fall out too! I guess you're all going to be really surprised by this then. Who is that? It's a little girl, huh? Hi, everybody. My name is Lil Snacky, and I'm ever so adorable. Aww. Yeah, I made her entirely out of snack cakes. And from a magic spell I read from the back of a convenience store comic book. Tormund! The Tormund and Neighbor Jeff Show, available only on the OCB video streaming app. This program receives tax incentive rebates from various foreign governments to offset production costs. These rebates do not influence the artistic vision of the producers. Neil, do you think that a Dia Sorano Amoretto really tastes almondy? No, it's, it's very sweet. It's so sweet. Yeah. I wonder if we mixed it with some chocolate before. Mmm. Are you looking for one? And we're back. Welcome back to the OC Bombers podcast. We're available on all of your favorite podcasting apps. Let's do a little feedback from the feedback machine. What okay. do you say? Let's do it. All right. So Sachita was our third wheel last week. Oh, was a lot and of fun. listen, there should be a show called Everybody Loves Sachita <laughs> because. I mean, Bud, Jody, Laura, everybody was just, oh, she's so wonderful. Even she's so yeah, nice. Lisa was like, she, she, Lisa had a smile on her face the whole time listening to it. I would say the only drawback here is, as, as we know, she's from India. Our India listens went yeah. up by 10. I know. We need more of that. There are 1.3 billion, billion mm, people billion. Yes. in India. So I think we still have some work to right. do. We just how, many have, how many listens? 10. I think more people listen to that Wilco album than listen to that. <laughs> I think you're right. Last week, it was also National Cinnamon Roll Day. Remember oh, yeah. that? Yeah. Who, oh. who doesn't love a cinnamon roll? Oh, Sachita. <laughs> Sachita, yeah. So that's another stri- She has two strikes. Okay, we love now, you. But we, we still love her. Nobody's yes. perfect. Cousin Except Chris. and you. Well, well, right. Cousin Chris from North Central Pennsylvania sure. drink. said, drink, said that uh, Mr. Stickies has the best sticky buns. And- 
Bud and Eileen vouch for this. Okay, where is Mrs. Sticky's? What's going on? I need some more details. It's it's near Williamsport, but um, basically it's a cinnamon roll, but you know, sticky buns has, it, has more of a caramel it's a, it's a type thing. On, yeah, yeah, oh, it's okay. a store. Yeah. Okay, okay, Mr. Okay. Sticky's. Um, I'm not sure if I've ever had one, but no, I don't know Eileen. if I can go into the supermarket and get one. That's my point. No, I think you have to go to this store. And I, get I got them. yeah. Uh, by and uh, Big Sister Jody, she says no to maggot infested cheese. Oh. Oh, glad she agrees with that. <laughs> I mean, I think I would try it. I'm really thinking. Do you really? Why have, not? Do we, do we really? Do we really have to? Is that such a a bold statement? No. <laughs> she really went out on a limb there, didn't she? Wow. I'm not going to eat maggot infested cheese. I'm going to stand my ground. You're a brave soul, Jody. <laughs> And now, uh, neighbor Jeff. Yes, let's get that. This, uh, is, this is the one. Regarding this, this, this is the one that cut a little bit to the bone, but you may continue. Regarding <laughs> his fair entries of sunflower, uh-huh. potatoes, and okra, right. he says, and I quote, I'm not sure I can take heat from a guy from New York City who doesn't know a sunflower from a mushroom. <laughs> All right. So here's the thing. I, now I am. This is one of those things that I'm never going to live down. The mushroom sunflower. I, another thing. Add it. So this. <laughs> wait, I, wait, wait. What's your Mount Rushmore of things? Well, we're, we're, getting, we're getting to that. So this is. So something else happened this weekend where I got a, a text from my friend Dennis. You know my friend Dennis. Right? Dennis, yes. Right. Craven. So he hey, he goes, hey Neil, I'm I'm at, watching football with Jeremy McKay, and now instead of your and now instead of fifty six dollar meal, you're a two hundred and fifty six dollar meal with interest. So and I have. So I'll get to that story, and you know the six shooters six shooter story six shooters yes at, at a, so we went to a christmas party i said hey let's get let's get shooters everybody after the party and i had no money with me no money and uh one way right. has never let you live so that's that my, down. another nickname so mushrooms sunflowers six shooters and now the 56 dollars story so here it is ready yes oh i can't wait so um we're in a uh, so this is a halloween party so jerry mckay ran a halloween party every year for 10 years and this was the 10th year anniversary and lisa and i were in jersey at the living in jersey and moving down to this area at that time Wrote him a check for fifty six dollars. Went 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 to the party. Great time. Blah blah blah. Two three months later, go to the ATM. See that the money in his ca- account in Jersey. This is when bat- banks were local, not national. Cleared the account out. He went to go cash a check. Bounce bounce bounce. Oh no. So for. Th- oh. So after a while, I was like, you know what? I'm going to live it. I've owned him $56 forever. So Jerry McKay. Uh, Do you I, still own Yeah, I never paid him the money. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Pay the guy his money. Zell him. PayPal him. It's my legend in Valley Stream right now. Is the $56 meal. So I got to stay with that. Okay. And now the mushroom. And, and, and Frederick. And now the mushroom. Oh, by the way, one more feedback yes, thing. Uh, I want to hear from our listeners. I want them to chime in and let me know who they would think would take over in the global war between the monkeys and the pigs because uh, i said pigs and i think you were kind of on the monkey side i'm, I'm, still, so, on the, I'm so, still on the monkey side all right so we should get back to these uh co- the uh, what, what are we oh yeah yeah we can't wait more of neil's music well i'm trying to engage you scott <laughs> oh wait what i'm trying trying anyway so um i say the out uh, People say the album is dead. I looked some research on, on on the web. You see these all these articles. Sure, blah, you know, blah, blah, downloading, blah. streaming, mm-hmm. whatever. Th- there's I, all kinds of things there. But the the OCBC Pity Baby EP, everybody listened to. Why? Okay, go ahead. Uh, why wouldn't you listen to that? It's an EP, not an album. Exactly. Extended play. All right. I think here's my theory. And this is I'm going to take you and Linda as my data points because you're about <clears throat> in the same age range. Oh, demo- I love that demographic. Video killed 
the radio star. Okay, the Buggles. The Buggles. Now, your relationship, I think Linda's, you and Linda's relationship with music is really good. I've seen I've seen both of you cut the rug. You got the fever. <laughs> the boogie fever? Exactly. By the silvers. <laughs> but it's different. Sure. It's mm-hmm. different. Okay. Like our relationship with music is totally different. So I think that's really where in today's environment things evolve where people don't own albums. And as Jake would say, playlists play a big part in Absolutely. Yes, yeah. I love putting yeah, together not a me. good playlist. I don't mind a playlist for a party. But when it's me, me personally, I want to hear what the, what the artist has to say. That's me. I know I'm a dying breed, and I'll leave it at that. Okay. All right, Scotty, ready for, ready for a quiz? I can't wait for a quiz. We haven't had one of these in quite a while. I know. So, all right, these are five questions about albums. According to MRC Data's latest year and music report. Not Arbitron or EMI. Okay, no, go ahead. MRC. <laughs> or Billboard. Go ahead. <laughs> Album sales, both physical and digital, in the United States have dropped to 102 million units in 2020, down from what number in 2007? Is it A, 1 billion, B, 750 million, C, 500 million, or D, 200 million? Now, once again, currently it's 102 million, according to MRC. I am going to answer as Matt Emodio. Okay. <laughs> What's B? No, the answer is 500 million. All right, Scott, oh. this is great. Now, the number two question here. Now, I know you paid a lot of attention to the to, to the uh, the episode about the uh, the top 12 of the, Neil Dirty's top 12 of the team. Oh, right? yes, absolutely. What was the top album, the number one album of that on that list? Was it A, Jason Isabel and the 400 Unit, the Nashville Sound, released in 2017? B, Frank Turner, England Keep My Bones, released in 2011. C, Dawes, Nothing Is Wrong, came out in 2011. Or D, Drive By Truckers, American Band, 2016. C, Dawes. It was D, Drive By Truckers, American Band. Oh. Wow, this is great. You're 0 for 2. It's like we're on field B and I'm popping out right. to left field. All right, number three, Scott. You having fun? Maybe not. You're oh, down. yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't wait. The best-selling album of all time is A, Pink Floyd, Dark Star of the Moon. Mm-hmm. B, Eagles, Greatest Hits, 1971 through 1975. Mm-hmm. C, Michael Jackson, Thriller. Mm-hmm. Or D, Fleetwood Mac rumors. Mm-hmm. Now you already. I mean, do you remember the Falkenstein rule? Yes, okay. I do. So, I, I'm just. Mm, mm, and, uh, now you were. Uh, I'm <laughs> not, yeah, yeah, I'm not answering. All right, did, did, I'm gonna. I'm gonna go with the MJ and Thriller. That would be the right answer. By the way, that was number one. Number two was Eagles' greatest hits. Yeah, th- that was number one for a long right. time. Uh, Fleetwood Mac is number five, and the Pink Floyd album is number eight. I, I remember. Uh, that's uh, according to MRC. I don't know what. <laughs> okay, now on to question three. Question three. Well, if you become a Doors fan, I guess I should start with their greatest hits. Greatest hits albums are for housewives and little girls. You're not serious. You don't want to be a Doors fan. Get out of my... Greatest hits albums, Betty. Greatest hits albums. You got to love them, but some people hate them. Yeah. Anyway, we that 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 clip comes from a, um, a kids in the hall. Kids in the hall, where the guy is a um, a Doors. He works in, in works. He's wearing a flannel shirt like myself. A Doors fanatic. School's a guy coming in about the about music and everything like that. We will post that 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 clip on. Hey, on, I on. guess I should start with the greatest hits <laughs> album. Greatest hits albums are for housewives and little girls. It is just if you want to know the passion I have in music, just watch that Doors fan. <laughs> Okay, so great. I don't like greatest hits albums, but they are they are part of, of the fiber of, of of music industry. The first greatest album They've been al- around forever. Maybe yeah. so. The first greatest hits album is which which is what? Ready? Is it A. 
Frank Sinatra's greatest hits, B, Johnny Mathis's greatest hits, C, Hoagie Carmichael's greatest hits, Ooh. or D, Elvis Presley's greatest hits. The first greatest I hits albums. I think Hoagie Carmichael did a great Uncle Dick song, <laughs> Hugging and a Chalking. I had the big Hoagie Carmichael up. I don't know why. Which was awesome. I'm going to go with Hoagie Carmichael because I love that. <laughs> that would that would be wrong. <laughs> it was Johnny Mathis' greatest hits out of 1958. You know what? I who think th- who I th- think Bud chances I, are chances are I believe Bud yeah, he's got a golden voice. I yes. believe Bud and Eileen yeah. saw Johnny Mathis in oh. Williamsport, Pennsylvania. My mother Evie Ev- Ev- loves Johnny Mathis, man. I, we so smooth. Oh my just god, just so smooth. Anyway. Way better than Perry Como. Oh, yeah, not even not even not in the same league. <laughs> All right, now for the last question. Now I know how much you like Hall and Oates. Now Hall and Oates would probably mm-hmm. have the best body of work that I would think of in my, in my when I would think of music, kind of like an album type of thing. That's me. When I, for what, what I know of your of people that of about people that, that oh the, all kinds um, of different genres right. mixed in right. there. Yeah, they've been around forever. All right. So I want you to do that. I have I have these five Hall and Oates albums. I want you to put them in chronological order. Oh, oh okay, easy peasy. All right, ready? Yep. These are in alphabetical order, but I want you to put them in chronological order. Yes. Abandoned Luncheonette, Mm -hmm. Along the Red Ridge, Private Eyes, War Babies, and Ecstatic. Which was a crossroads for them because it was caught between the disco and new wave sound. And that was right before they started producing their own albums. It is Abandoned Luncheonette. Which which peaked at number 33. War Babies. Peaked at number 86. Along the Red Ledge, which has It's a Laugh, which should have been a huge hit. Uh, peaked at 27. Ecstatic. Peaked with, at 33. With Wait For Me on there. And then Private Eyes. Right. Great album. Which we covered. Peaked at number five. Uh, OCBC covered Your Imagination from Private Eyes. Listen to it on the Pity Baby right. EP. Did I get it right, Neil? Yes, you did. At least I said two out of five, not bad. <laughs> well, you know, if, if I'm in the ALCS, yeah, not too bad. That's not too bad. All right. Now, um, number number six question would be about albums and about climate. Oh, oh. no, uh, Neil, we are way over on time. All right, listen. Hey, next time we're going to have a visit from the OC Bombers Taste Test Kitchens. How about that? that? All right. So take care. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the OC Bombers Podcast. We're available on Apple, Amazon, Google, iHeartRadio, Pandora, SoundCloud, Spotify, and Stitcher. Leave us feedback and comments. Until next time, so long. See you, Neil. Bye, Scotty.